Were you really eating at 9 p.m.? It was, yes. Oh, yes. wow. That's so unkyle-like. I know. Were you famished and hangry? We ate, uh, you know, you're taking all of the valuable content away from our show. Howdy, it's Monday, January 24th, 2022, and this is episode 166 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? I have an Atlantic City trip on the books. Yeah, with me, right? No, sorry. <laughs> we can talk more about that later. <laughs> <laughs> feel a little bad about that. We can talk about the whole process and how we got to that point in the future. First, should we talk... 1866. Yeah, 1866. You did some sleuthing and found a Facebook post in the Atlantic County Historical Society website about some cows that used to just chill in Atlantic City. So a picture of them from they didn't 1866. Just chill. They also had to be like swum. Slam yeah, they did have to swim over to at low tide or something yeah. to Atlantic City to graze. I don't know. It's all very weird. There's just nothing. This was like the eighth page of Google results to find something about 1866. I was even like, surely there's something about reconstruction in Atlantic City in 1866 uh, after the Civil War. I mean, reconstruction was mostly the South, I think. I'm not a history major, but... Uh, so yeah, just not much post-Civil War happenings. But cows. Cows were cows, happening. Man. It's quite a nice picture of these cows in 1866. It's a nice picture of cows. And apparently there are thousands of pictures in the archives of the Atlantic County Historical Society. So thank you, Atlantic <laughs> County Historical Society. Yes, indeed. Amazing content. If you want to read all about those cows, I'll post the link. What happened in 1966? Two things, the first of which is only worth mentioning because it's from GenDisasters.com, making its second appearance on the podcast. There was a private plane that crashed, killing all four people inside. I think it was four people. Uh, yes, four in a family killed in a plane crash. So I'll link to that. <laughs> I won't talk too much about it. I just thought it was funny that uh, 1966, Atlantic City, one of the first things that came up yet again. GenDisasters.com. GenDisasters.com, which is where we got our sh shipwreck a few years ago, uh, or a few episodes, I guess, but talking about a few years ago. The other bigger thing that happened, I guess bigger, not bigger if you, you know, are involved in the plane crash. <laughs> the other thing that happened that's maybe more interesting to our listeners is that the Rolling Stones played at the Marine Ballroom on the Steel Pier, July 1st, 1966. There is a very long article about it in the Atlantic City Weekly, a first-person perspective that I'll link to, so you can go read that. Any thoughts on the Rolling Stones playing at Atlantic City? Certainly, Atlantic City wouldn't get a show as big as that now. Even in 1966, surely, you know, the Rolling Stones' height of fame was, uh, you know... A little later, though I think they were still fairly big by 1966. I think you're wrong. Oh, really? AC gets big acts. Beach concerts, big acts. Mm, yeah. Borgata gets big acts. Ocean gets big acts. I think you're. I think you're. Uh, I, hard Rock. I, I disagree with the Etis Arena. The, only the the beach concerts I think can compare these days. And even then, I don't think they would get a Rolling Stones equivalent. Even 1966 Rolling Stones. It is funny to see pictures where it looks like much smaller than you'd expect. I mean, you're thinking Rolling Stones are playing massive stadiums, but maybe not in 1966. 
There's mm-hmm. a poster that says first Eastern engagement. And I was like, whoa, is this the first time they came to the East Coast? And it, that is definitely not true because they played in, I think, 1964 in New York City. So I think it's just like on this particular American tour, it was their first Eastern yes. engagement or something. I don't know how they're making this pitch that it was their first Eastern engagement. But yeah, if you're a Rolling Stones fan, probably find that interesting. There are a bunch of pictures out there available if you want to go check that out. How do you feel about the Rolling Stones, Craig? I never seek them out, but if there's a song comes on, I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. Yeah, I'm not the biggest Rolling Stones fan. I think like you, I don't really seek them out, but certainly comparing them to something like the Beatles, I far, 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 far prefer the Rolling Stones. So, Yeah, I like the Beatles, but I have moments where I'm just so – certain Beatles songs I'll hear and just be like, oh, no, I don't want to hear this. I don't think there are any Rolling Stones songs that I just absolutely would immediately turn off. Hmm. So you were on The Better Life, episode 165. So you had to rush back here and make it so we could get to episode 166 before Tim did. But how did that go? <laughs> yeah, we're, st- we're still one episode ahead, Tim. <laughs> Take that. It was really good. Really fun to be on. You know, I-, I haven't been on another podcast in quite a while. So it was good to sort of talk about some stuff that I kind of like take for granted that everyone on this show knows although maybe if you haven't listened you know if you didn't start listening at like episode five or something that then maybe you don't know a lot of stuff about how i got into gambling or how i didn't get into gambling yeah (laughs) i was like in a household that didn't really allow that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. as a kid and so like it's weird that i'm now on a atlantic city slash casino sort of gambling even though as we've discussed i don't really gamble compared to real gamblers but not, not a real gambler. Craig no, Stone. certainly not. And so go check that out. I'll link yep. to it, obviously. Thanks, Tim, for having me on. Yep. I have not listened yet, but I'm going to. Terrible. <laughs> Cross my heart. It is on my phone, so it okay. is unavoidable now. Right. As soon as we hang up, I expect one yes. hour and 20 minutes later, I expect to hear a full review from you. All right. We'll do. <laughs> you should stay up until you get it. I promise it's coming tonight. <laughs> Just stay awake. Okay. Well, it's 930 right now, so we'll see how it goes. All right. So last episode, and certainly after last episode, we were talking about when me and you were going to go to Atlantic City. And I initially had had cordoned off the kind of 28th and 29th, so this upcoming weekend. And then it sounded like the 4th and the 5th of February were going to be better for you. So I cordoned that one off. So what's what's going on with Atlantic City, Craig? Yeah, somehow out of you pushing for an Atlantic City trip, I am going to Atlantic City, but you are not. Because that's the kind of friend that I am. I think last episode we sort of, I was griping a lot about plans falling through and no foreseeable plans happening again. I would not let that stand. Step and... right in. Yeah, like the good friend that you are. Pitched multiple weekends. Indeed. We started to go down the path. I, You know, Friday night I had a hard rock comp to both those Friday nights. And literally like as I was bringing it up. My wife was like, our daughter's thing that weekend, February 4th weekend, is canceled. We should do our anniversary trip that weekend. And I was like, I I clearly can't be like, oh, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I know we had an anniversary I mean, you, trip you planned could for have. actual anniversary, but uh, <laughs> that's not going to happen now because me and Kyle are going again. So, <laughs> so anyways. So yeah, so you say I, you couldn't have, but I, I think you could have. <laughs> I could have with, you know, certain consequences that I was not willing to take on. Weirdly, I, so I do have that Friday at Hard Rock. Mm-hmm. So this was the debate, and it was a very short debate. Friday, comped at Hard Rock, 260 bucks. 
with two nights of resort fees and taxes, it was $340 total at the Hard Rock. So that's Rock. Two, 260 Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, yeah Friday okay. comps, Saturday 260. Mm-hmm. 340 total with taxes and resort fees. Okay. Tropicana comp comp. And sometimes it says comp comp, and then you click <laughs> and ask for two nights, and it's like, actually, that's 129 a night. You're like, yeah. I don't understand. But no, it let me book. It even let me book Havana premium room. Uh-huh. Ten bucks. When you get to the desk, you should ask for the annex. No, no, that's not good. <laughs> so, so I asked my wife, because I know my wife prefers hard rock. And so uh-huh. I asked, 340 for hard rock or $10 and, and change for Tropicana. And she thought about it for like five seconds. She was like, 340 is like a pretty big difference. So let's just stick with Tropicana. I, I think that's a good choice. I think Tropicana is nice for your purposes. I mean, restaurants and stuff down there. And... Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, speaking of restaurants, Okache and Bar Olan are just off the site now. No longer yeah. listed as temporarily closed. They're just gone. Hopefully something else. I had I had some notes notes about that, but I don't think we're going to get to it this episode because it's going to be long with all of our content. So Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we went with the the cheaper option. It does change the dynamic of the trip a bit because the plan was Doherty's. So just mm-hmm. walk across the walkway, Doherty's happy hour, go listen to some music at Hard Rock. And so I was thinking like, oh, you know, well, I think my wife would really like Cuba Libre. Maybe we should go do that instead. And then I was like, that's idiotic. If it's nice enough, walk down the boardwalk. Otherwise, it's like a $6 cab ride. If you want to yeah. go to Doherty's, go to Doherty's. I agree. So the plan is still Doherty's for dinner and maybe even check out music at Hard Rock after. Just go take the walkway. But there's nothing listed on the site. Um, I've noticed this in the past. If you're going early in the month, they don't put up the lobby bar, council oak, like littler, littler acts until very late in the month or even into the actual month of. So right now it says there's no music, which I'm sure is not going to be the case. The, oh, one funny thing I forgot to mention about Tropicana. Saturday night at Tropicana, February 5th. The only Saturday comp I have on the entire Caesars rate calendar, as far out as you can go, Vegas, AC, anywhere. That is I the mean, only comp I could get. How weird is that? The only guarantee of what's going to happen is you are absolutely going to get the punitive rates for the rest of your life after this, right? I know. I think it's funny that, you know, part of our decision about who stayed where last was- trip... Because you could actually get Caesars rates, so I wouldn't have to book two rooms like I always have to do, and then you're just destroying your Caesars rates. Yeah, you wanted me to finally be able to get some decent Caesars rates, which I did, and then I turned right around, stabbed you in the back, (laughs) and now blowing up my Caesars comps for this. I know. What I really hope I don't do, though, and you maybe do hope that I do, is, you know, my wife goes to bed at 10 or whatever, Mm -hmm. and I just go, like, batshit insane gambling way more than i should because i'm like oh i need to keep these comps oh you need to keep the comps craig it's very important no 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 no, no. come on there's one rule of casinos you have to keep your comps it's an insult it's like getting challenged to a duel if you get decreased on your comps it's basically the casino challenging you to a duel <laughs> here's the thing it only takes one trip to get them back yeah as i have seen take the winnings which are yeah. this free room like it's gonna be one in the morning and I'm going to see a Buffalo machine, and I'll be like, I should really go to bed. But if I play Buffalo for another hour, maybe I'll get better comps, which actually doesn't actually work out that way. But I know I know myself, and I know that that's the way it's going to go. Incredible. I've never gambled more justifying it in my mind for, like, comps. It's not like I really have to twist my arm that much, but, like, I've never justified it in my mind. And then afterwards, like, the next morning, thought, 
oh, I really, you know, that was a great decision. <laughs> that was a really good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you win money, then it's a good decision. So that's the other, so that's the two part thing, right? The internal dialogue is like, oh, you know, I'm really, I only have 50 tier credits or whatever. I should probably do a little better than that. And, you know, I could have win money. I could have win money. I never do. Like, has, has anyone ever been like, uh, I should really pump $100 through a slot machine because of comps and then come out ahead? Never in the history of casinos, I don't think. Every time. All right. So I have one comment and one question. My comment is, though it obviously breaks my heart and I'm crying on the inside and outside. I can hear it in your voice. It, indeed. I do somewhat begrudgingly understand, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> But then my my question is like, but for real, when are we going to Atlantic City, Craig? That's a good question. I mean, it, we could do like a random midweek day trip. A day trip? Come on, man! One night. There's a major issue of kid drop off. Uh, so, what's your situation? You you claim you are completely off on the 11th. Can you do a night trip on the 10th, or do you, would you still have to take the kids to school in the morning? That's a good question. I think I'd still have to take the kids to school in the morning. I don't think I could sell that. So basically, we're not going, is what you're telling me? We'll figure something out. I, don't, I mean, we're not going like within a week of when I'm going, if that's the question. Why not? My my life gets much crazier after, like, MLK. We're already after MLK. Or uh, whatever that Day. holiday is. Yeah, <laughs> President's Day. Your life is crazier now. Hmm, I don't know. We'll have to talk offline. And then... I'm gone for a couple weeks in March, so... So what we're going to do is we're going to talk offline. Yep. We're going to come up with a plan. All right. We're going to pencil it in. I'm not going to Atlantic City until, like, May. And then I'm going to stab you in the back. <laughs> May? Uh, okay, we, that's creating some urgency here. I mean, I'm gone for two weeks in March and two weeks in April, so... Oh, boy. Okay. All right. <laughs> hmm. We'll just ditch everyone when we're in Lancaster and drive however long I it said is we should go to Atlantic City for that trip. You did. You said. Me and my family were unanimously in favor of that plan, <laughs> but I think the other families were not, so... Yeah, that's true. Uh, oh, one one nice thing about being in Tropicana, mm. my wife loves breakfast. I don't know if you know this, but there's a place called Gilchrist. They have excellent yeah. breakfast and in you know the what? Tropicana. Yeah, no, that's 100% true. And then the other day, if you want, you can go to that Mexican restaurant, which also has excellent breakfast at Tropicana. That's true. I'm tempted to go there actually right when we get there. I expect we'll get there like late in the evening mm -hmm. and just get some drinks. But I don't know if that'll happen. Get drinks in like a late dinner. What's that place called? Tacos and uh, Casa Taco and Tequila. Mm. And other than that, the only plan is outlets. Mm -hmm. I'll probably make it over to Cuba Libre for some drinks. I won't get an iced tea first, as you learned. <laughs> I'll never go to that restaurant. <laughs> Just for spite or out of spite. I don't know. Yes. Um, and if you will be in town, anyone, Kyle, I don't know, anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be in town. You cannot scorn me yeah, in this way and still expect me to come crawling into town just because you're going to be there <laughs> so, so this is the last episode probably before i go so if anyone is in town fourth fifth sixth i will probably be up very late both friday and saturday nights playing video poker i don't know what the denomination is at 10 north lounge if it's not five dollars like the table i almost like the machine i almost sat at at harris then i'll probably be playing at 10 north lounge otherwise i'll be playing in that god-awful section directly out from Chickies and Pete's that I actually don't like and where the drink service was so incredibly slow, like out near the sports That was book. bad. Yep. yep. And like around the corner from 10 It was really bad. Yep. I was like raging about the drink service. It sucked. And then I ended up winning money by waiting for the drink. And I was like, okay, fine. That was the night that I got 
strawberry daiquiri whipped cream at that machine so i don't really remember how the drink service actually was because that's always a sign that the night's gone off the rails that's what i was waiting for i was waiting for my strawberry daiquiri whipped cream i was like if i'm gonna be (laughs) sitting here at a machine in an area of the casino that i don't like then i'm gonna do that that's one annoying thing about tropicana the video poker area sucks sucks I'm not going to drop a Canada this year. I think it's it's just like that. Your talk about it has made me realize how little I like that property. It was funny to book that after we had said that that's like one of the places that we might not set foot in. In your defense, I'm the one that said that. I think I find it like a more distasteful property than you do. So, if your goal is to gamble, it's not a good place to go. It's, if it's bad, if it's you really want to do bad. all the, other, if you want to drink and you want to and you want to eat and you want to walk around the shops in the quarter, like that all sounds great. But to But just me. like even you bringing up like Cuba Libre reminds you me like how <laughs> little I like the quarter. So oh, I like the quarter a lot. Yeah. What's one restaurant in the quarter I like? I liked Rira when it was there, but it's gone. I think so. Is it there gone or is it there closed? That's another one that was closed for a long. I don't think it reopened. That's yeah. another one I don't think reopened. That sucks. First, we lose our Trinity or whatever it was called. Yeah. How how many Irish restaurants are we going to lose? As long as we keep the Irish pub, I think we're fine. It's your favorite, I'm told. I mean, I loved Barlan and Okache. Gone, they gone. Great, yeah. So there's still Hooters. <laughs> there is still Hooters. There is. Still we haven't been there in a long. I think last time me and you went to Hooters, it's because we were staying at the Hilton and we walked to Hooters for dinner. I think you're right. That's 100 percent true. Yeah. Incredible. So I have a trip upcoming. You have a trip to talk about, but yeah. it's not to Atlantic City. My wife and I went to the Horseshoe uh, Saturday night. So we were supposed to go ago. Saturday night. You stabbed me in the back. Uh, the Horseshoe? Yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to flip the tables on you. So, working. as the listeners know, I had a Diamond Hole version dinner that I still had to use. So, it... Turned out we could get babysitting Saturday night, so the kids sl- spent the night at the grandparents' house. So I promptly went to the open table and booked a table at Gordon Ramsay, and they had one time available on Saturday, <laughs> and it was at 9.30. <laughs> this is Gordon Ramsay Steak. Gordon Ramsay Steak, yes, in Baltimore. The literal only restaurant open in that casino. That's so. absurd. I like Horseshoe Baltimore. I don't. I know, I know Tim... On the Better Life said he disagreed with me about that, and Sucks. maybe it's the worst casino. Oh, okay. So you, you, I thought you used to like it a little bit. I I used to like it before it was terrible. I'll let you keep going on your right. on your experience, and maybe so I'll anyway, convert it. You know, we dropped the kids off at like five thirty or something, and got to the casino at like six. And me and my wife were like, we will never survive until nine thirty <laughs> without eating. So we immediately went to the Tony Luke's and got some mozzarella sticks, which was a key play. So eight those. Rate those on a scale of one to ten. I don't know. I've never had mozzarella sticks that rated anything other than like an eight. So I would say they're an eight. Okay. It's like, have you ever had good or bad mozzarella sticks? Like, they're all good. Sometimes you get one that doesn't have any cheese in it, and that's a zero. Oh, yes. That's a zero. But, you know, yeah. Nah, they were mozzarella sticks. They were good. So anyway, we were looking for what to do on a Saturday night at six o'clock. And one, like basically zero tables were open what? as far as I could tell, because Horseshoe Baltimore is terrible. Uh, there was one face up by gal table open and it was, of course, full the entire night, pretty much. $100,000 a hand. No, it was $25. <laughs> but so we pretty much just walked around for a while. We went to the sports book. I looked to see what they had and they had basically nothing because we have sports books now, but not online betting yet mm. so there's nothing i was super interested in 
And eventually we just sat down at the 8-5 machines, which is the best you can do at Torshu Baltimore, and played video poker together for a little while. Lost some money, and then we went and looked to see what else there was. There was one craps table open, but there was bubble craps, so we sat down together there, played for a while, and had a pretty good time. Also lost some money, but can't complain too much, I guess. It was a good time. My wife enjoyed it, because she's only played craps a couple times, so... I think she liked it being like somewhat lower stress for her than the craps table, which I think is like a place she finds very stressful because of all the people and the knowledge required to play or whatever. What was the minimum bets at the Five. bubble craps? Five dollars. That seems high to me. Really? For bubble craps. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it is. No, I think that's pretty normal or low. How fast did you have to make decisions on the bubble craps? Because that's my complaint about some of the bubble craps. Every terminal had its own bubble, so you could oh. be as slow as you wanted. That's nice. Was, That's like great. A, it was a four terminal, and each one had its own separate dice. Oh, okay. Because the, the, we did the stadium bubble craps, Dave and I, when we were at Harris, and that was like communal, one communal bubble. Yeah. So as a person who's a stressed gambler, yeah, yeah I'm, yes. I'm on board with my own bubble. I need to live in my own bubble. So what else happened at the horseshoe? So eventually, well, we went back to the Pygao table. And there was one seat open, so I sat down for a while, and my wife wasn't really <laughs> that interested in playing, but she got up and left to play blackjack. I'm sure you know this, but at Horseshoe Baltimore, there is one section of tables that are 3-2 blackjack, and the entire rest of the casino is 6-5. I did And not that know one that. section is always extremely expensive, but there was one table that was $25, so she played that for a little while, and I think lost a bunch of money, <laughs> as one does a $25 blackjack. I'm told if you play 6-5, you actually do better. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> mathematically true. So I got up when she left, and I'm like, I'll go play tiles, what I really want to be doing. So I played some $50 tiles, because that's what it was. Also lost a bunch of money there. So I have to say, like, all in all, Horseshoe, it's not a very good casino. It has no tables open ever, as far as I can tell. And, like, there was plenty of people in there. There was, like, way more demand than there were tables open. And so they're just, like, wasting money, I think. It seemed like by the time we left, which was, like, 11, 11.30, something like that, it looked like a couple more, like, another craps table open, maybe. But still, the pie gallery area was the same, and it's just, like, all the tables are closed. I'm assuming so. it's just staffing, right? Like, I think it's probably they just can't get staff or everyone has yeah. the Omicron or something. But because yeah, that's wild. But it's terrible. It's always like that. It's just like, it's a not a good casino. Yeah, I think, the, yeah, because the last time you went, you said it was like, you know, 11 in the morning or something. And, and they had zero, open. zero tiles, zero Pygao poker open when I went at noon on a Tuesday or whatever. And they said at 8 p.m. it will open up. So. That just sucks. I mean, it's the only game. I mean, I know there's Maryland Live down the street, but like as far as in Baltimore, that's it. Yeah, Mar Maryland Live is close enough. I'd consider but Baltimore. That's disappointing. I like the look and feel of the property, but this... It was yeah, I mean, it's just like, want. looks terrible, everything's closed. It's just, mm. they need to do something. I don't know if they just need to open stuff up at a loss or whatever to make it not look like it looks now, but it's bad. Like, there's two restaurants open in the food court, Tony Luke's and the pizza place, and that's it. And it used to be like six down there, including Ben's Chili Bowl. And there's one real restaurant open, which is Gordon Ramsay Steak, so. That's, yeah, that's inexcusable. And it used to have a Guy Fieri, it used to have a Giada, right. it used to have... Yeah, it had a decent lineup of stuff. Yeah. No and more, there no. was like, yeah, there's decent stuff down in the food court. Ben's Chili Bowl, that's a great option. That's a great quick bites it, option. It, it was a great option. Terrible. That's so disappointing. Do you have anything else about your horseshoe? So Gordon Ramsay's steak itself, 
uh, we went at like 8.45 to be like, can you please seat us? And they're <laughs> like, yeah, there's no one here. And so they sat us. You could have gone at 6.30. I probably could have, yes. So it was fine. I think my wife liked it. Nice. I thought it was very expensive for what it was. And the service was not the greatest, I didn't yeah. think. It was a bit slow. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I would have assumed just extremely expensive just because. And know, it was extremely expensive, yes. Gordon Ramsay steak. I'm sure you your $100 voucher didn't even cover half of it, right? So they had like a pre-fixy menu or whatever that was $150 a person that I'm like, I'm not getting that. <laughs> Screw that. <laughs> so we spent total, and I'll get to it a bit more, like before things happened, we had like, I think it was 172 or something was our like subtotal or whatever for food. And like I had one beer and she had one glass of wine. Before things happened, you're, uh, I feel like there's more so, to come here. What's going on? Anyway, at the end of the meal, which I had the beef wellington, it was good, but small, I think. Because mm. I, I heard that is the thing to get at Gordon Ramsay Steak. My wife had some lobster risotto appetizer as a main course. And then we had a couple appetizers. And the food was like legitimately all very good. Just a bit small, I think, for okay. how much you're paying for it. You didn't want to buy like a $75 steak? No. Yeah, $75, I think, would be like maybe the cheapest steak there. But... <laughs> wow. Okay. Anyway... I gave my waitress my card or whatever, and I'm like, run my diamond dinner, just take the rest off in comps. And she's like, do you have one diamond dinner or two? And I was like, I think one, I don't know. She's like, did you use your one from 2020? And I'm like, uh, maybe, I don't know. And she's like, I'll check. And then she came back and it's like, oh, you actually have two diamond dinners on here. Oh, nice. Why don't you get something else? And Bonus. I'll run it. And so we got a crab cake to go home. Yeah. Does that mean I still have a 2020 diamond dinner? Did you use a 2020 diamond dinner? No. Well, then yes, you do. I bet I don't. I bet they found some way to screw me over. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we left a bit after 11, I think, and it was fine. It was a free meal. I mean, the food was legitimately good, but I wouldn't never have a reason to go back if I was paying my own money. It's my official review. Better or worse than Rum Point Crab House at Harris Atlantic City? Uh, The food was better, but it was also like probably literally three times as expensive. So <laughs> Yeah, that's believable. Yeah, it depends on what you want. I mean, the the food was very good. My my beef Wellington was excellent, and our appetizer was some, like pork belly appetizer, and it was extremely good. So, did you not get the beef Wellington at the Gordon Ramsay Pub and Grill at at Caesars? No, I've never. That was the first time I've ever had it. Oh, somebody did. I don't remember. Probably my brother. I think it was Paul. But that was like, I mean, the beef Wellington was like sixty some dollars at the Gordon Ramsay steak. Oh yeah, you wouldn't. So you wouldn't. I would that paid with your that money. out of cash, especially like five years ago. <laughs> uh yeah not loving the horseshoe baltimore nah it's not good but i'm happy i got to use two diamond celebration dinners and got a free meal out of it yeah that's true that's a nice bonus i mean even if it wasn't the best and Gordon there experience. were no kids i slept literally until eight fifteen, which i have not done in five years or something. 8 15 how did you live with yourself sleeping so late that was great no my kids come in they grab the ipads and we just go back to sleep we're those parents now Oh, really? The, the pandemic yeah, no, we don't, has, has we don't ruined let them us. Do that. Yeah. We didn't. We were very, very strict about it. And now it's just like, yeah, screen time. It's just, you know, it's just yeah. whatever at this point. That sounds better, sort of. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's not great. <laughs> we tell them they can't wake us up until seven. But yes, at 7.00, at least one kid is up and in our room by then. So anyway, that is my trip to Horseshoe. Do not recommend the Horseshoe experience. Sad. Hmm. So we have some news to talk about a little Ocean. bit. Ocean, building a new sports book. 
seems weird. They have a very nice sports book now. I yeah, it's totally it's it's totally fine. I wouldn't say it's very nice, but it's completely acceptable. I would say it's pretty nice. Really? I would rank it if not the best, then the second best, the best? sports book in Atlantic City. Really? Who what's better? Borgata probably. It's just a restaurant though. The one in Wild Wild West I think is pretty nice. Yeah. I mean Atlantic City also has like really shitty sports books too, so uh, so they are calling it a new sports experience because if you're going to put out a press release, you can't just call something. Oh, no, it has to be an experience. It is going to cost $4 million, 25,000 square feet. And compared to the current sports book, only 7,500 square feet. So it's a much bigger sports book, which is interesting because, you know, in Vegas, the sports books feel like they're getting progressively smaller other than Circa, obviously, which is basically like, a sportsbook casino. It's interesting that they're taking a, a lot of space. I mean, I guess they maybe have a lot of space to play with. <laughs> but 25,000 square feet on just sportsbook. It's kind of interesting because it's historically not really a profitable, hugely profitable part of the casino compared to like, you know, slots and table games. Uh, expected to be ready for this summer. They are ditching William Hill, which is now Caesars Sportsbooks anyway. It is going to be partnered with U.S. Bookmaking from the press release, the timeline, concept, and design details will be announced later this year. And I was, of course, wondering, as I'm sure all of you are, where the heck is this thing going to be? And the only details we got is that the location will be central. Oh, it's already central. Yeah, that's my, yeah. Is it like, are they just blowing out the current sportsbook and making it bigger? I can't imagine because surrounded by that is all the central casino stuff. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. Not sure. They certainly have tons of space to play with. Maybe, maybe it's the 1927 space, because they certainly feel like can't figure out what to do with that. <laughs> Need to bring back the girls dancing there? They won't. But in, like, you know, football jerseys? That's even better. Like, cut off football jerseys like it's the 80s? I think that's the way to go. Even better. Like, 80s college football players? Yeah. Like, the boss? Yeah, that's great. Was, was it the boss? That... Yeah. yeah. Ray Lewis, even in college, same thing. Hmm? So that's that news. The other news, December data came out. Yeah. Which I almost forgot to add. One caveat on the December data, five Fridays. How much do you think an extra Friday boosts? 5% maybe. Yeah, and I would say not much. Uh, be... sa Saturday is the big one, I think. Yeah, I would guess maybe not even 5%, but December was up 44% over December 2020. Uh, the biggest December since 2012, It's as far as total revenue. And it's quite surprising because we were speculating that December might be a bit suppressed because of Omicron, but apparently not. Apparently not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we went in December, so we did. it's probably actually all of my money that's led to this. Yeah, we can actually talk about, well, you spent a lot of time at Golden Nugget, not Harris. Uh -huh. Golden Nugget fell back to last place. So no, you didn't help Golden Nugget at all. Golden Nugget had gotten out of last place for a couple months, and now they're back in last place. 10 point something million. Not very good. Borgata, number one with 54 million. Hard Rock, number two, 35.5. Ocean, number three, 26.5. Those are all what you'd expect. Like, I feel like there's just... Same old, same old. Yeah, not much to talk about. I, yeah, there's just not really much to talk about on the month over month. The one little weird thing that jumped out at me is this little, like, bounce back that Harris had. They were up 96% from December 2020. Well, December 2020 was an awful month for them. Right. Like, awful. And so, similarly, they were up 78% from November 2020, which is also very awful for them. Whereas, you know, they had been sort of along with everybody else in the, like, plus 30, 
plus 28, 29, 30, up to the high 30s for most months. And then they just had this huge jump, which is good for them. But really, you're right. The story is more that their November and December of 2020 were just horrible. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. So I guess it's good that they didn't suffer that dip again. But yeah, I, don't, I mean, it's still as far as just compared to everyone else, like it's just the same story for everyone in December. I didn't think there was anything interesting really. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we talk about the full year since December is done? Yeah. What jumped out? I don't know about like what jumped out. I mean, I think the two big winners, I guess, were Borgata and Hard Rock, especially Hard Rock, which is almost up a hundred percent. Ninety-one point seven six. That's pretty good. It's not apples to apples with the casinos being closed for over three months last year, but yeah, that's um, true. and Borgata was closed much longer than yes, and Borgata was closed much longer than all the other casinos, and it was still yeah. So I just if people want to know, these are approximations, but Borgata made about six hundred million this year. Uh Hard Rock was second with like four hundred and thirty million. Ocean was third with about three hundred and ten million. Uh it looks like Harris was fourth with like two seventy. Tropicana was was fifth with like two fifty, and then Caesars with two forty. And then bringing up the rear, resorts one seventy, gold nugget one fifty, valleys one forty. So Borgata was closed for a bunch of 2020, then their 2021 mm-hmm. should have been way higher than everybody else's, percentage-wise, increased percentage-wise. Percentage wise. And it, it is, it is, except for Hard Rock. Yeah, Hard Rock is really impressive at 91. Yeah, Hard Rock killed it this year. Too bad I don't like that casino very much. But <laughs> It was $2.5 billion of total revenue. Yeah. Which seems very good compared to $1.5 billion in 2020. But it was less than 2019. But more than 2018. Yeah, and 2017 and 2016 and 2015, but not 2014. <laughs> AC is back, baby. That's all you need to know. Back almost to 2019 levels. I think all these numbers are kind of about what you expect based on what we've been talking about every month. I mean, the hard, seeing that 91.7, 91.8 for hard rock is crazy. Like, that's insane. But, I mean, we, we, we would have expected this just based on what we talked about every month and, and like, everybody's up. Yeah, 40s, 50s, 60s. No, it's it's, it's a re- it's a really good year, I think, for Atlantic City all in all to almost be at 2019 levels and above all the years behind that because I still think the pandemic had some uh, amount of depressing numbers in 2021. Certainly, early in the year, we didn't go uh, to say the least. Yeah. So I, I think first quarter was actually quite bad this year. So just because vaccines weren't really available yet, et cetera. So I I think it was a good year. I think it was a really good year. Yeah, and I know there's still talk of, oh, well, these numbers are, you know, stagnating. All the gain is online. That's why they pushed for the relief, tax relief, which we didn't really get into because makes me too angry to talk about. <laughs> very New Jersey politics. But, like, realistically, with COVID impact, these are good Rick and Mortar numbers. They're I good. They're really good. And, and I, I think it's a little bit misleading to say that it's stagnated mm. and to compare it to 20. 19 mm-hmm. because you know there was no pandemic in 2019 so it'll be really interesting to see if 2022 omicron is the thing that ends covid we finally for real have the covid is over party i, I think it wouldn't be wholly inappropriate for that to happen so that's just my <laughs> personal political take so i mean we did see travel go way up this year oh, so yeah. i think there is people i think by and large the population is done with it so yeah so maybe i'm an idiot for saying like you know covid is still impacting ac revenue and like next year it'll be just totally flat from this point i think december and january of this year will have to be impacted a little bit by it still 
there will be some people that would have gone otherwise that w- didn't go because of Omicron. Yeah, and Q1 of last of, of 2021. And Q1 of 2021, it was humongously impacted, I think. It didn't start picking up again until we went in like March, right? Or April? Yeah, I think it was March. But that's like right about when it was started turning, I think. Yeah, so I'm expecting, you know, a much, much better number when we're all said and done at the end of 2022. I think so, too. I think it's going to be a big, big up year. It's going to look like there was more of a turnaround in 2022 than there really was because of how the numbers were depressed in 2020 and 2021. I'm going to say best revenue year since 2013, if not even further back. not 2012, yeah. I agree. So 2012 was the last year that they cracked $3 billion. Yeah. I think we could be close. Which back in the day, they they cracked five, right? Well, I mean, like the way old day, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Any other thoughts on the data? Nope. All right. Well, if you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, you can do so at our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find all of our great content and buy a wrinkly shirt at do for a win.com. Reach out to Craig on Twitter at do for a win or me at Kyle Askin and send Craig questions to do for a win at gmail.com, which you will ignore and then eventually send to me like a month later so I can get back to. Yeah, I think that's a good plan. I think that's a good way to do it. Uh-huh. Any last words, Craig? No, I guess we should talk about Boardwalk Empire. All right. It was a bunch of, like, little plots, and so it's hard to talk about it briefly. Yeah, it was a lot of little stuff. I actually think, by and large, it was a pretty good episode, I think. I enjoyed it more than much of the last couple seasons. But uh, we found out that Narcisse is basically, like, pure evil, more or less. Yeah. And Oof, uh, oh boy. I suspect this is going to set up a big conflict with him and Chalky White. It'll be one of the main themes of the next whatever is there what four or five episodes left of the season five, five i guess yep. yeah so i think it's going to be narcisse and pernsley versus chalky and presumably and presumably nucky, nucky. yes i agree yeah so narcisse taking over leadership of the black community in ac yes got to see obanion and uh oh what's his name get arrested johnny torrio johnny torrio get arrested in chicago seemingly set up by obanion Maybe, uh, yeah. you know, it's not entirely clear if that is what happened or not. Al got the go ahead after being turned down by Johnny Torrio to actually try to kill O'Banion, which is exactly what Al wants. We got to see what a, I guess, political agent J. Edgar Hoover is by taking, what's his name? Knox's ideas? Is that his name? His fake name? Oh, is that his fake name? Tolliver is his real name. Yes. And so as we suspected at the end of last episode, the name mm-hmm. that he gave Nucky and Eli not yes. the initials not on his, his real name yeah. but it is his real name initials on his handkerchief which is stupid Correct. and like it doesn't make a lot of sense why no nobody would, would do that yeah that's incredibly stupid a few things didn't make sense we got to see margaret and Rothstein. yeah yeah R- random encounter very weird <laughs> which that also makes makes no sense like ar would never ever ever have been meeting with that stock guy in a million years as far as i could tell but whatever I mean, we'll find more out about it, but I'm sure it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's clearly setting up something where there's some play with AR and Margaret. I have no idea what it's going to be. Got to see Pernsley kill the deacon. He did kill the deacon. The deacon was walking through that pitch black church, and I'm like, that's not going to go well. Nobody had been killed yet in the episode. Yeah. And all I know is if nobody's been killed and it's like the last three minutes and the music's playing, somebody's got to die. Got to see uh, Lucky Luciano meet with Masseria. Who told them to get back involved so they could ship heroin up or whatever from Florida? Yeah, they need a bunch of heroin from Florida. Yeah, a lot of heroin talk. A lot of, because we got to see uh, Jillian, I guess, get clean from heroin or whatever. And yeah, off, off the smack. It's going to be great because you can tell that her life is way too good right now and something absolutely horrible is going to happen. Yeah, so she's going to die. Looking forward to that. 
Uh, I don't know about that. I don't, I don't, I think that she will continue living. I think maybe her, her man friend will die or leave her. Uh, yeah. She's still going to have to go to Indiana to meet AP man, I think, and where Roger's whole family is from that she murdered. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, we haven't gotten back to Roger's whole family. Poor Roger. Yeah, poor Roger. Poor, poor Roger. Eli's kid quit school. That was the other plot. Yeah. Racked with guilt. Mm -hmm. And I think that's about it. I don't know. I don't have it. I, I, did not actually enjoy this episode as much as the last no, one. Really? For some reason. I, well, the reveal of the Narcisse thing was good. I didn't really care about that. I, uh, I, I like, like, the more mobby episodes, I think I like more. The episodes that's just, like, nucky and chalky doing stuff, like, I don't really care about, for the most part. The, my problem with all the mobby stuff is that it's all in Chicago, and I don't care about Chicago. Yeah, come on, man. Got to see Maseria. New York. Yeah. I don't know. Take Love the Italians. Can't get enough. Well, the New York Italians. The Chicago Italians. Boring. But Let me... I want to see the boardwalk. I want to see the beach. Hmm. There was not enough of that. Nucky is clearly struggling without Eddie. Because this new guy just sucks. Yeah, he's terrible. But, yeah, I don't think there's... Yeah, I think it's just a lot of setup. There's only five episodes left in the season. I guess that's a lot. There's a lot of time. But I think the conflict, it's just going to be uh, Chalky and Nucky against uh, Pernsley and... Narcisse. I think next episode we'll see like the Nadir of Chalky or whatever, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, Chalky's getting played. Uh, he's getting played. You get a mistress and then bad things happen to you. Okay, so. That's true. He can't be, you know, stepping <laughs> out. As they would have said in the day. I don't know if that's actually what they would have said. Something terrible is happening to Chalky, something terrible is happening to Jillian. That's my, my two predictions. Yeah, no, yeah, something bad is happening to Jillian. She can't She's way too happy no, right now, no, and no that chance. is not possible. We, there was no uh, Harrow in this episode. The, the oh, last no episode Harrow. felt like so much setup for Harrow, and then just nothing. And I feel like they've done that several times this season. It, it is kind of alternates between, like, last episode there was no Narcisse at all, right? And this was, like, yeah, a couple of episodes. episodes. Yeah. yeah. Got to find out he killed, what's his, her name's mom, and is yeah, the singer's mom. the worst human being, but it's fine. Yep, just terrible. I don't have anything else. Nope. Good talk. Yeah. Great chat. Thank you guys very much for listening and we'll talk to you all in a few weeks and one of us will have a trip report and the other will be crying. I just want tears. The entire time I'm yes. explaining what happened, I just want, hopefully it's not me crying because like, I lost all my money trying <laughs> to keep my Tropicana comms for you, Kyle. Makes sense. No, that's not going to happen. All right. Well, thank you guys. We'll talk to you all in a few weeks. Uh, this is big news. I signed up for Ocean's Press Corps. They won't just give you access. They won't just put you on the fucking press mailing list for some reason. They have to vet you. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, what's your company? Why do you want this access? And, you're like, and I was like, do for a win. You should want us to have access. I shouldn't be the one applying. You should be the one sending me emails and hoping I don't put that shit right in my spam folder.